from Amaya Media. You're listening to CSR of One. I'm Courtney Brandt. As a food writer, I'm especially proud of today's initiative. Anything that impacts and can support the F&B industry in Dubai is important to me personally. With many people affected by the lockdown due to the worldwide pandemic, not knowing where the next meal will come from is especially stressful. And if you're a business owner whose main line of work has been impacted by the lockdown in the city, no matter how much you'd want to, you'd be unable to provide for the team you've employed. And yet, as I scrolled through Twitter one afternoon, I came across a post by a Dubai-based restaurant owner who said that without Frying Pan Adventures, his team would have gone hungry. So we sat down with Farida Ahmed, the Frying Pan Adventures general manager, to find out about their Gift a Meal initiative. We started this initiative called Gift a Meal or Stay Home Gift a Meal uh, just around the time of Ramadan. And as you rightly mentioned, during COVID, a lot of the restaurants, the entire food and beverage industry actually took a massive hit. You had people who had to endure pay cuts. You also had people who went through a huge loss of work. And of course, this was applicable to other industries as well. But because we specialize in food tourism, this was especially close to our hearts. So a lot of the older restaurants in Dubai, so in the older part of Dubai, these small hidden gems that we would take people to during our walking food tours were amongst those that suffered uh, the most. And then we also kept hearing about other people who were losing their jobs, who had to, again, endure pay cuts. And then you have those very unlucky few who were stuck in the city because they were on visit visas looking for jobs. And then they had no way to get back home, no resources, no means of income, uh, very often not even enough money to buy food, leave alone pay utility bills or mobile bills or even rent. And as a team, we then sat down or rather we Zoomed and we got to brainstorming. We said we need to find a way to continue supporting the restaurants that we've loved, that we've built almost family-like relationships with over the past seven years. And we also need to see if we can help uh, our neighbors who have also been affected by COVID. And this is where the idea of stay home, gift a meal uh, was actually born. The concept is simple. Members of the community can gift wholesome meals from local community restaurants to neighbors who have lost their income during the COVID crisis. These meals work in two ways, assisting neighbors at a time when they need it the most by providing them with meals but also supporting local community restaurants who have taken a hit due to the crisis. And perhaps best of all, restaurants will be paid in advance of deliveries to support their cash flow. So we'll make sure we pay them cash beforehand or a bank transfer because that they need that liquidity more than anything else right now. So all the payments are done beforehand. Uh, the meals are then delivered every day of the week during the evening. I do understand that a lot of us have also had to endure pay cuts. If you are not in a position to help financially, that's absolutely fine. The next best thing you can do is spread the word. Keep spreading it, keep talking about it because you never know it might just hit someone's computer screen or mobile phone who will be able to help. No, that's amazing. And I think that, you know, so so often people think they can't do anything, but we all, and that's the whole point of this podcast, we all have networks built in. You know, Courtney, we live in a city. Dubai, it's, it's a very blessed place. And honestly, I, I don't know about anywhere else in the world. 
But in this city, there is no excuse for anyone to go hungry. No, I, I absolutely agree with that. Do you have a favorite memory or do you have a family or restaurant where the impact was something you weren't expecting? Uh, just something, talk us through, because it feels good to talk about this, but I like specifics. I like to know maybe one family that was impacted or one restaurant that was impacted. So as far as the stay home initiative is concerned, I'm going to uh, tell you about um, a person, actually. he He's a manager at a restaurant in the city. And uh, over Twitter, he heard about this initiative. And he reached out to my sister, Arva, uh, and uh, myself. And he said, look, I know you're doing this. Uh, I would love to gift a meal to my team because they've all currently lost their jobs. They haven't been receiving any pay for two months. The restaurant is shut down because the landlord is not willing to negotiate on rent. Uh, you know, my staff is going hungry. And he was, he, he was, it, it was a very moving story because while he was typing it to us, he mentioned that he was, you know, in tears because he just didn't know how to help his team. So we said, all right, you know what? Um, let's see what we can do. We went back, we checked our accounts to see how many meals uh, we reached out to him. And we said, yes, we can help you. Uh, send us the address details, send us the number of uh, staff you have, and we will get them into our program. And um, now we are delivering meals to them every evening. And it was very heartwarming because uh, even now he will send us messages that he has his team WhatsApp group going on and they send him messages saying, thank you so much, sir. You really saved us. Uh, we don't have to worry about at least one meal in a day. Uh, you're the best. And he just writes to them and he's like, this is not just me. You know, the entire community is involved and he's just been so, so uh, grateful to us. But honestly, uh, it's the community. It's the community that banded together and decided to dig deep into their pockets. Uh, you know, we're very, very generous. And this is why we're able to make it happen. It was that story, actually, I think that I saw on Twitter that made me aware of that campaign, because I think, like you said, the worst thing, um, my husband leads a small team, not in food and beverage, but he does lead a small team. And I know he would be devastated if to think about something as simple as where my next, you know, where your next meal is coming from, that's devastating. And, you know, we don't, if anything, the past two months have taught me never take anything for granted. Um, you know, I think a lot of people now really kind of uh, abide by that. Um, so how many restaurants are delivering right now? Like I, I'm just fascinated by the, the nitty gritty of this because it's, I love also too, and I, I think it's important to point out that by putting the money in the bank accounts ahead of time, because where food, you know, where are restaurants going to get the food to supply exactly, their customers? Exactly. They need to know that it's going to be there so they can make that transaction complete. Absolutely. I mean, uh, you have to think these things through. It's not good enough just to say, all right, we're going to get meals from you. You have to make sure you pay them. Uh, as I mentioned, liquidity is key and they have to buy those uh, ingredients. They have to pay their staff as well. So currently we have four wonderful restaurants supporting us. We have Khoidar Al Nabulsi uh, based in Dera, and we actually feature this restaurant on our Middle Eastern food pilgrimage tour. Well, at least pre-COVID we did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we also have Sin Punjab located in Mina Bazaar in Bar Dubai, which we feature on our Little India on a plate tour. Uh, we then have 
a restaurant called Tawassul, which used to be on our tour. Uh, it burned down, never really reopened, but they do have a licensed kitchen and they will be opening up a new restaurant uh, facility soon. So super excited about that. And then the fourth one uh, we featured, uh, thanks to popular demand, Ravi's. Oh, there you go. You remember that yes. was going around on mm -hmm. Twitter? So people reached out to us and they were like, look, is there any way that you can bring Ravi's on board as well? Because we want to support them. And yes, so we reached out to Ravi's as well. And uh, these are the four restaurants that we're working with. That is just incredible. It makes me so happy. Um, do you see it expanding? Are you are within the means now of what you have? Is, is four kind of a good number between the who who needs it and who can provide it so here's the thing with the team as well um every other week or so we check back in with all the recipients to see if their situation has changed whether it's improved whether um the status quo remains just to make sure that the meals are really going out to people who need them so with the lockdown being lifted uh the economy kicking back up into gear a lot of people are resuming work so they may now be able to take care of themselves. In terms of expansion, there are still a lot of people. We are aware of people who are currently homeless, um, sleeping out in parks. Uh, again, people who still have no hope uh, for even getting a job. So what we keep doing is if we hear of any of these people, we contact them. So our team actively contacts them, finds out, uh, but it is all based on the funds that we receive. And so for you, though, for Frying Pan Adventures, so when was your last tour officially? Oh, my God. My last tour was, and I think that was the last tour for the entire team, uh, March 18th, I think That's, it it's, was. My birthday was March 17th, and I yeah. turned 40, and I was like, that was that was the end of everything, basically. And you don't realize it's happening when it's happening. Um, so in a way, as much as uh, I hope the focus here today is obviously to support those people who don't have food and, and the system. If we wanted to help Frying Pan Adventures, um, how could we best do that? Oh my God, so many ways. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for asking that. So uh, we do have a few initiatives going on. One is uh, we've just launched an e-version of our guide to the Dubai Spice Soup. So it's this little online booklet, uh, which gives you access to 74 different spices and what they're about. So you can absolutely buy that off our website. Um, a more fun thing, though, if you want something a little bit more interactive, sign up for one of our games of Spingo. So this is um, our version of bingo but with added spice and masala so what how the way the game works is there is a game master we provide each player or every team with a digital spingo card which means instead of numbers there are names of spices and all you need are acute listening skills as your game master calls out spices you cross them off and then there are prizes awarded for the first line horizontally vertically a full spice rack which is a full house <laughs> and we it. yeah and, and you know we like to throw in challenges along the way so there will be little puzzles and quizzes and of course as we talk about the spices we'll actually show you 
pictures of those spices that we've actually taken from the spice souk. So it's you're also getting, uh, besides the fun element, you're also actually getting to learn a lot more about these spices. So it's a great activity to do with your friends, uh, with your family, or even for a team building event. And tickets are as low as 50 dirhams approximately for one Zoom screen. Amazing. Um, so when, I know it's like the, the big question, when do you think you'll be getting back out in the streets? So we really hope, uh, anyhow, during summer, it's a little difficult to do food tours. There are not too many people who want to get out there and walk. Uh, but we are hoping that once the weather starts to get cooler, we will be able to get back out on the streets. I know everyone keeps throwing out the word new normal. I am going to as well. We will have to, of course, adapt our tours to make sure that we comply with government mandated safe distancing, restaurant hygiene. And in fact, uh, starting this week and next week, we're actually, our team is actually going to be going back and redesigning a few elements just to make sure that everyone feels comfortable getting out on the streets and visiting all these old restaurants with us. And what I would impress upon people listening or watching is that, okay, we might be stuck here in Dubai, (laughs) but what a better time than to see a part of the city that I think is often neglected. And so you could still do a little trip, if you will, uh, see a place your team is so knowledgeable. Um, if there's any photographers out there, I know you guys have like a whole photography (laughs) element, but I, I just can't impress upon people enough that yes, there's the beach and the beach clubs and that's important for getting out, but it's also so important to get, get into a part of the city that's always been there. Um, but this is a great way to learn more about it. So for people listening, once it does cool off, um, (laughs) I think it's the right time to go, all right, we're not getting on a plane, you know, but we can cross the creek and we can kind of see what's down there and have a delicious meal and get a little exercise at the same time. Yeah, and Um, that's the key. It's delicious food at pocket-friendly prices. Yes, yes. Um, Well, thank you so much. Is there anything that we can add today? Um, I, I think you've covered a lot of the points. I hope, you know, people's takeaway is that support the restaurants, support the people who, who can't feed themselves. This is a, this is a gift um, that you can give within the community um, that really benefits so many different elements. It's, you're helping two in one. And, and how many times or how many different ways can, do we have the opportunity to do that? True, true. No, um, as I said before, it's okay if you are not financially able to contribute. Uh, if you can't, All you need to do is just help us by spreading the word just to make sure that we can keep supporting the restaurants and we can keep helping the people who really, really need it right now. Yeah. And to any media listening, please, I I am sure that Farida and her team are open for interviews and, uh, you know, other coverage, because, again, it's I think. We live in this time of news cycles and people think, oh, well, you know, I did that one time. Well, keep doing it. Keep, Keep it out there. The program resumed on the 6th of August with 42 neighbors in need, and as of the 5th of August, they have meals to last them until August 14th. In all, 3,909 meals have been gifted by the community, which allowed the program to run for 84 consecutive days. We encourage you to visit the Frying Pan Adventures website and consider gifting a meal to someone in the community. A set of three meals costs as little as 80 dirhams. This episode was also our first live episode recorded back in July. You can find it at the Amaya Media YouTube channel or on IGTV. There's a link in our show notes. This episode was hosted by me, Courtney Brand, and produced by Chirag Desai with support from Abhishek Venkat. 
You can find out more information about the show by visiting our website, csrof.one, and also follow us on Instagram, at csrof1. Until next week, remember to be nice out there on social media. Think about sharing something for someone else.